Everything you know about health is about to change. Welcome to Straight Talk on Health with Dr. Vincent Medici. Sometimes people suffer, not from lack of faith, but from lack of knowledge. This is the show that changes that. If you are tired of being sick, tired of not getting answers, tired of spinning in circles, for healing is not a mystery. It is a miracle that you were designed to experience. It takes hard work and real knowledge. It takes patience and time. It takes the education this show can provide. So get it straight today. Here's Dr. Medici. Good morning. It is I, Dr. Vincent Medici. A no-frills show today on the top of the hit list for health concerns. IBS, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, and colostomy bags, which if you don't take care of these three things, you're going to end up getting what you need to know. Of course, what you need to know is not what they tell you, thus the show. Good morning. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici. Get to the website, straighttalk.cc. Listen to the show again. I have a lot to say. We'll probably do this in two parts. Reason for the show, about a month or so ago, I had a guy, 18, from Russia. Yes, Ruski, Russia. He's up for almost a colostomy. He's had IBS, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's different forms of the same thing for about the last 10 years. I couldn't believe how limited the understanding was. I just couldn't believe it. How can you have one, two, three, four gastroenterologists and they don't even mention the word enteric nervous system? Shocker. Okay, you have an excuse if you don't know what the enteric nervous system means. Well, not if you listen to my shows. This is show 524. So you don't have an excuse. But yes, you do. But a gastroenterologist should not have an excuse. And yet they don't even bring it up. This is, to put it mildly, in the vernacular of our time, egregious. This is a travesty. Why? Because they have this poor kid on Remicade or some derivative of Remicade. They've already cut out four inches of his intestines. And it's going to go the distance. He'll bat the Grand Slam the way he's being mistreated. And mind you, not by physicians that don't care. They really do care. But I don't know where they were when they went to medical school. I don't understand how... They can miss something this simple. The best word for you to understand, if you've had or have IBS, Crohn's, ulcerative colitis, the best word for you to understand if you're on your way, because you've already had a surgery, because although, yes, they've managed it somewhat successfully, but your life has still been reduced to nothingness, but you're alive at least, if you're in that position, you have to know the word enteric, E-N-T-E-R-I-C, nervous system. Now, I'm probably going to do this show in two parts, so I'll get into more detail next week. 
but it's very simple. If you just pull your head out of the sand, it's very simple. The inside of your small intestine is a bunch of little suckers called villi. And although these villi don't live in your large intestine, what I'm going to say still applies. And that is whether it's the villi of the small intestine and the epithelial cells that line those villi, or whether it's the intestinal epithelium of the large intestine, those cells that line the large intestine. No matter what, small intestine, large intestine. Small intestine, maybe 32 to 36 feet long. Large intestine, 5 to 6 feet long. No matter what, the inside of your small and large intestine are alive with cells and nerve supplies that are in direct communication with your emotional self. Your brain, the nervous system, through our box plexus, Meisner's plexus, all sorts of nerve plexuses that tie into the inner lining of your large intestine and your small intestine are alive. And when you are sympathetic dominant, when you are kaput in your emotional, spiritual, psychological life, when you have levels of anxiety that you cannot shift out of, oh no, not me. I don't have anxiety. See, people like that. God bless them. But they're on another planet. They live in states of anxiety they can't see. Parents with children who don't see their anxiety. Parents with children who are aware of their anxiety, but don't make the connection to the inner lining of those cells. Now, I'm talking serious stuff here. I've had four cases of this in the last two months. I'm talking about people whose lives are damaged. Damaged. Who have been drugged, thugged, and thrown away because under the current medical model, they ain't going anywhere. And you holistic devotees out there that have read Natasha Campbell's book, please understand this. Soup and bone marrow broth and the rest of it don't really cut it. They improve it. For the layperson, all I'm saying to the officiandos that have read sort of different commentaries on what I'm talking about today, there's a woman named Natasha Campbell. She wrote some book I can't remember the name of. There are a bunch of them like this that approach this issue from the standpoint of nutrition, meaning you eat Taco Bell three times a day, you inflame the inner lining, anybody would, and if you don't take heed or don't address it, if you just listen to the strict medical model, which in three of the four cases doesn't even mention diet, okay? Their point with these medical books, alternative medical books, Alternative perspectives, holistic perspectives. The point of these books is you fix this stuff through diet. And most of the time, you do not. I'm just blowing the whistle on this. I'm sick of these books that come out. I'm glad they come out, but I'm sick of them. Why? Because they make claims that are not authenticated. There's just not 
enough success, even though there is success, the success inferred or stated is exaggerated. And I think they're missing the point. So the broad stream, the mainstream medical model, they don't have a clue. It's egregious, as I said. The holistic model, Natasha Campbell's book being one of many, that talks about how you can get out of ulcerative colitis, get out of Crohn's, get out of IBS by changing the diet. You know what? This is narrow. Not that it's wrong, not that you shouldn't attend to your diet, which is an art form I could discuss in another 10 shows. But here's my point to you. This is your takeaway from the show today. The enteric nervous system, in gastroenterology, in neurology, in neuroanatomy, means your brain is wired through physical wires called nerves into the inner lining of your intestine. And when you live in shock, don't you think Dr. Fauci's up for some IBS? I think so. I'd like to put him in a room with Rand Paul Jr., every day for about 10 hours. I wish him that. Him and Gates and the whole clue. I had to sneak it in. Check out some of my shows from March and April 2020. Everything I said is happening right now. Please bear that in mind the next time I predict something. Please. Not even a prediction. The writing was on the wall then. But point. Fauci's going to have some IBS pretty soon if he doesn't already. He's going to be downing a lot of Pepsid. So my point to you is, is that these cases are so easy to understand and yet so challenging to do something about. Why? Number one, your average patient that sees your average GI guy for any one of these things, and when they get supportive, meaning when it's so infective in there that the whole lining of the intestines pus. Or you start developing fistulas. Now, a fistula means women get them in the vaginal canal, people get them in the bladder. You can, from an unresolved infection, develop a fistula anywhere. But in the large intestine especially, not the best place to hang out, if you haven't noticed, if you have a bad amalgam of infections there, they start eating their way through the bowel wall. And that's like a little tunnel. And on the other end of that tunnel, on the other end of that tunnel is the abdominal cavity, which should be relatively sterile. So, when whether it's ulcerative colitis or Crohn's especially gets supportive, meaning aggressive enough such that the infectious agents that are part of this melee in the first place eat their way through the bowel wall in like a tunnel. On the other side of that tunnel, you're dead. Because once you spew infection into the abdominal cavity, that's like having a burst appendix. And we all know in layman's terms that a burst appendix, you know, his appendix burst. In the old days, your appendix bursts, you're out in the jungle, you don't get to a doctor, you're dead. 
unless you can find a medicine man to fix it, which you can. I'm moving my office into the Amazon within a couple of years. I've got the slot selected. The people know me. I'm going to live in bliss down there with 42-inch cockroaches and scorpions the size of small dogs. And maybe it'll be a better place than Southern California by then. So my point to you is this. Superative Crohn's, superative ulcerative colitis are potential medical emergencies. Three out of the four cases had this and didn't even understand beans about the enteric nervous system. Now you do, but the problem is this is big because I'm basically saying you suffer through the GI tract. You can mitigate your symptoms somewhat through dietary change. Yes, occasionally there's a miracle cure. You know when there's a miracle cure? When the problem is not through the enteric nervous system, which is unusual, and really through a diet of Taco Bell three times a day, seven days a week, and lots of people fit that bill. So sometimes you actually get a complete cure. But statistically, diets help, but they don't really do it. So this enteric nervous system, if it's even identified, if your stress pattern is even identified, if you're aware that you have high anxiety, depression, any of these terminologies that all mean the same thing, life ain't good because the spiritual, psychological, so on and so forth, facets, tributaries are too too difficult for you. You fit this model. Now, what do you do about it? You see, no one can tell you specifically because you have to go case to case. Why one person suffers psycho-spiritually is different than why another person suffers. And of course, until you've isolated the sufferings, it's hard to come to terms with them. But if you couldn't, if you just knew you were stressed, but you didn't know why, stressed beyond control, but you didn't know why, we have all the things you do, all the various tools. But you see, you can't say, well, yoga, while some form of prayer, while some form of exercise while spending more time doing the things that you love to do instead of worrying about money and so on and so forth. Well, you can say, well, yeah, go do those things. It doesn't have any real meaning. To the person come these suggestions touted on YouTube and touted on radio shows and touted by your doctors, your holistic doctors, so on and so forth. And they have to be contoured to you. And here's the big point. They have to be measurable in their effect. So if you've got superative ulcerative colitis, superative clone, Crohn's, stuff that's bad, you're on meds and even the meds don't work. The Remicade doesn't cut it. The Remicade derivatives don't even cut it. And it's been five years, 10 years, and you're not even 30. 
and your life is really hell. It's owned by your intestines, and you haven't even heard of the enteric nervous system, and you haven't really even identified what your deep-seated stresses are. And if you've done all those things, and you know you've got to go into what? A shift, a shift from your sympathetic, dominant, neurotic self to your parasympathetic, regulated self. If I can say that, if I haven't, get on the website, study anything I've ever said about the autonomic nervous system. 524 shows. Always, it'll come down to this. Oh yeah, that's the guy that always talks about the nervous system. Oh yeah, we heard that. Well, let's check that one off and get on to some other cure. Please, if you think that, it's going over your head. So far over your head, I don't even know. I pray for you. Understanding that you cannot initiate a healing of any value without underpinning it with a shift through the autonomic nervous system in real terms, in reality, is ridiculous. And this is a great case in point. Unless your body really starts to learn what it is through whatever way, shape, and form specific to you, in whatever bundle or package is specific to you, in whatever health practice, health practices is specific to you, unless you really learn to have that designed for you in a way that creates the shift as measured by, I'll have you guys fill it in. That's today's quiz. How do you know if you're shifting? What are the signs? Somebody impress me and email my site today and tell me, this is what you're talking about, Dr. Medici. Please do that. Make my week. And if you're not observing that within yourself, within your loved ones, within ever this show applies to, then understand you're like a salmon swimming upstream. So that's the quandrum. We've got IBS, ulcerative colitis, Crohn's, colostomy bags. They are dominating the terrain. I mean, why do you think I do this show today? How did I pick this topic? I really wanted to talk about, well, not, I can't say it that way, but I kind of wanted to talk about why this virus, this COVID thing, really is engineered and not man-made, not, not natural. Why now we've got this thing up in the news. COVID's not from a bat or a pangolin. It was escaped from a Wuhan lab, but maybe that's a conspiracy. And why do we have the debate? That's a great topic. But I did this one because so many people have this stuff. They're dealing with this stuff right now. So that being said, I have to complicate it a little bit more. Because it's not that simple, but it is. There are chemical components to these problems in the bowel. Chemical components. What does that mean? It means eat right. And if you don't, you eat bad. And those chemicals, all the toxins that are made as you try to digest Taco Bell at 10 p.m. I know, not you. 
Whether it's your Wheaties in the morning or your corn tortilla in the afternoon, if you really get into food, you'll see you're rotting out your gut because you don't really know how to eat, even though you've selected from the four food groups. So there can be chemical, as my they said, that's the smallest part of this. There can also be, and this is usually the biggest part of this, problems through the psycho-spiritual system, meaning your brain is wired to your gut. It's called the enteric nervous system, and it needs to be addressed by you shifting into parasympathetic states, at least for the most part, because in the sympathetic state, no matter what you do down there in the intestines, your brain will make sure your guts fry and turn to pus bags. Simply stated. But, as said, it can get a little more complicated. There's a third cause, and it's a big one. And you're going to have to get on the website, straighttalk.cc, to look at the pictures, listen to some of the shows on the psoas muscle. Once the psoas muscle anteriorly displaces, it crushes your intestines. Now, if you were to say that to a gastroenterologist, he'd call 911 or security. Woe is him. He's just undereducated, and I hope he's well-intentioned and therefore would have an open mind. But if he was actually condescending along the lines of there's nothing you can do for this and don't listen to any of that sowish trash talk, because really... Really, this is about medication. Do them or look forward to a colostomy bag before you're 30. If, in fact, that's your gastroenterologist, get a new one because your gastro is a first-class boob, and that's with a capital B, and his whole lineage are a bunch of boobs because even in the GI literature, he ought to understand much about the enteric nervous system now, if you take him to the psoas, anterior displacement of the psoas, he can be half forgiven because that's not in the current literature, but that is the underpinning of all your Tai Chi, your Qigong, your Kung Fu, your Rolfing, your Heller work, your Pilates. Anybody that understands anything about the psoas muscle understands the meaning of anterior displacement. And for you, the layperson, if you go to show 243, and 244, and look at the woman on the rug that's stretching her thighs and how easily she does that. Look at all the stretches. Listen to the show so you understand all the stretches there designed to stretch the quads up into the psoas to finally get the stretch up into the groin, to lengthen the psoas, to then have it fall backwards to create more space in the abdominal cavity. That's the structural aspect. And if, in fact, you've suffered from anterior displacement, who's suffered from anterior displacement of the psoas muscle? Everybody does. Especially your very healthy athletes trained in Western protocols who don't know anything about stretching. 
they're they're ridiculous. You watch the Olympians at UCLA. I've done this for 30 years. They don't know anything. You stretch a little bit in the beginning and maybe a little bit in the end. Go talk to Tom Brady about that. Tom will fill you in. So will Guerrera. So will Giselle. Giselle. One of Brady's major achievements is to participate and employ training techniques that have been in the books for a hundred years, a thousand years. Anyone in the know understands if the psoas muscle displaces anteriorly, it will crush the intestines. Now, you don't go to the hospital for it, but the fascia between the tubes, the 36 feet and 5 feet, that fascia will start to adhere up, get sticky, and it will interfere with peristaltic function. It'll interfere with physiology. Rolf, after taking her doctorate in biochem, after pioneering chemo at the Rockefeller Institute for over what, 15 years, devoted a life to explaining what I just said. So, listen to the show again. I'll hit it on to part two next week. And just understand the takeaways today. These problems, one enteric nervous system, one, but to a much lesser level. Your diet's no good. But relative to the enteric nervous system, correcting it, diet's not, it's important, but it's not going to get you there. And coming in to a close second is anterior displacement of the psoas muscle. All right, I planted the seed. Your job is to nourish the soil. I'm Dr. Vincent Medici, and we'll see you next week. Okay, that's a wrap. Don't forget to get to Dr. Medici's website at drmedici.com to look at the pictures and review the show as often as you wish. See you next week.